0: meantime thank you for tuning into the intro and I hope you stay for the episode and if not thank you for stopping by and I share with you my unconditional love and uh, wish you the best welcome back to my lovely IHP community we have some enlightenment time I know that we also have bit of channeled guidance going on and actually that's because we have some important energetic spectrums I actually got a bit of an update on that so expect there to be some more for tomorrow in fact tomorrow's a portal we got the 3-3 portal and that would be for all my energy sensitive individuals who actually pick up on this stuff and then for those of you who don't though you'll still be um, experiencing it we're going to talk about that from a um, neuro scientific with the interpersonal neurobiology stuff that I'm learning with mind sight plus the somatic and trauma informed those pieces of information. I already have a buttload but as I continue my course with the awakened body I keep getting more beautiful information. And I'm able to create those connections for those of you who are in your Enlightenment soul age group or inclined to be here. That's that infinite higher human consciousness potential experience. And it is you understanding that you're a person with a body. And trauma comes up to be resolved for all of us. We all have that. So today's Enlightenment time is going to be a mix of this and that. But I'm connecting it to one of our major events because people who have clairs like I, and I use the word clairs because we connect to our oversoul in a specific way so here's where I'd rather use the metaphysics as a tourism the spiritual group terminology when it comes to spirituality I'm allowing those who want to become their 5dc spectrum to understand that spirituality is what we we are we're consciousness and then here's where the lovely updated somatic informed psychoeducators trauma informed educators they're already connecting the dots to spirituality and science and know that it's one and in the same and there should never have been a divide in fact this is where dan siegel mentioned it and i forget i think one of his colleagues is the one who said it there was this divide for some reason and obviously I mean, it wasn't really a divide to me when i look at our history i mean if we're coming out of caves and all of a sudden oh we have science of course they think it's more quote-unquote civilized or better there's a way that people I see forget the mindset of a time that if you put yourself in that moment and actually in the moment so without the future here right you actually are able to say okay if I was from a cave I'm moving into learning how to read right I'm moving into civilization I'm moving into thinking of things you know but you still or living it like you don't have all the knowledge of now this is what i see people forgetting even of their own lives. people forget when they were teenagers like they're actually not able to remember that moment in time so if you do instead you'll see humanity well of course if i'm coming from the middle ages and i learned again that this medicine is going to save me i'm thinking that nature is something that doesn't know anything and that instead this new thing that i created knows everything like there's a way with Information that humanity learned to become, we learned to use our brain eventually, or our brain developed, excuse me, you know, from just having the, uh, the what is it called, the brain stem, reptilian brain, then that mammalian, which now I think Dan called it, it's the old mammalian, because we have the cortex, which is where we're thinking and, you know, able to speak to each other and stuff like that. Um, but long story short, the divide, so the people who are in the updated trauma stuff and somatic stuff, they don't have a divide. They actually are connecting spirituality with their own, and we get to do something similar, but in a different way, because we're bringing also together all of the metaphysics as a charism and saying, okay, here's where your body... If you stay focused on your body this is why today is a little bit special i'm going to use an experience to make it clear for those of you again who are looking at yourselves as a person and understanding that enlightenment is a depth of dimension that you choose one it is about breaking down all of those belief systems so this would be where you're a person who understands what i just explained either you embody it or you at least understand it through your left brain you might not be able to feel it but you can get it okay and 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 what i'm trying to say is you don't believe in anything as set down in law. Not, not one piece of information Mahasamadhi samadhi samadhi is you are consistently aware that there is always more coming and and this is where the only thing i can share with you is i recognize more and more the connectedness that my brain has with just this pure full consciousness so there are aspects that are, are not and have never been hard for me and that i recognize for how these professors these psychologists these researchers explain things to me they work with people who have a different way their mind the minds of others works more in a way that as i would say left brain so they need to understand it's analytical it's hard for them to you know grasp the intuitiveness part of a process of anything for me it's the opposite i grasped the energy of it And I actually immediately get the gist of it. And then I might not be great at explaining it in that left brain way, but I can learn that. So structure is definitely, and here's where the masculine feminine comes into the picture. Because the feminine is your body, your gut, your intuition, everything that you're just sensing and you just trust it. But the masculine is the brain wanting to understand it, doubting everything. And here's where one could say that self-preservation is why people stay within this, in or out you know like what should i do so they have more relationship with their thoughts than their feelings because they're actually all in the mind and so here's where for people who come at enlightenment from their feminine they will have a relationship with consciousness like i present to you this oneness we don't ever have this disconnect that's something that is very clear so we're always vibing at enlightenment because we aren't afraid of life itself when we're interacting with people and physical life here's where we will like anybody else have a way that our body will protect us so like my biggest emotion is fear I have always known this because I've been presented it and I've always been pushed to be strong if you will in a way to the best of abilities of any parent right but this is where I recognize personally that I want to have a grown-up conscious relationship with that feeling and really my body's allowing me to through those panic attacks and even that experience recently furthermore here's where let's connect those dots so for those of us with clairs we do pick up on our oversoul and these astrological events that's why it's a framework, the one that I share with you, that involves all of these. And so while Lightworkers Life and Oversoul is for the subscribers, and we talk about Claire specifically and related the Enlightenment Time, is for those who are embodying all of these concepts themselves as well. On a personal development journey, you're ascending, you're expanding, and you're looking forward to, again, becoming more of who you already are if you're coming at your enlightenment from the masculine end of the spectrum it means you'll have had these ego deaths dark night of souls it means you will have had some challenges following your own intuition and i mean challenges from the structure of the way you need to grasp concepts and what i i'm going to use an example when people tell me it's hard to think or what you're explaining is hard now i understand it because they actually don't trust in their own selves they don't trust their own intuition their left brain stuff is always in the middle saying well what if this what if that i don't know that i don't know that feeling so for my brain it's not hard because i'm working with an integrated brain and i'm working with an integrated restored embodied self me maria I don't have any doubt about my own body's intelligence. Other people, they don't even... Either they don't know it, this this regulated, or it's moderated, which means they're in preservation, and here's where that's fight-flight. If you're restored instead, you're like the angry Buddhist. You're able to pick up on your emotions, so the fear part, I'm able to know, objectively speaking, why it's a predominant emotion, why I have the relationship I have with it, and how and where I'm at, you know, so again using me as an example to allow you all to organize your own selves but the left brainers and or the masculine energy which involves immature feminines they may be intuitive but they're actually not using their intuition in a way that supports their growth they think they're here to save other individuals and they are actually all using the mind that is not completely integrated in the body yet that's because they're too busy paying attention to the outside world versus actually growing up and creating a sense of self that is first of all differentiated so that they can look at their own opinions biases and put them to the side so here's where spirituality when said guru says the person who is in that enlightenment or in their embodiment of spirituality completely puts the ego to the side it's not because the ego gets rid of these are all again people who are in their mind they're not aware of the words that they're speaking and we can tell the people who are in the enlightenment soul agent because of the way their vo- the body vibes completely there's a way that you can tell if somebody's flowing versus not and it's not better or worse it's just a different way that their subjective reality is playing out and here's why all of those we group leaders matter and they're you know growing in numbers of followers and yada yada, yada because they're matching whatever exact experience those other pieces those those people bodies were all fragments of each other but those groups of people are following a path with those we group leaders so here's where every one of us has charged states trauma that we have accumulated throughout our years and then our body starts to want to go back to homeostasis which actually is a beautiful thing to acknowledge because when people talk about Death being part of life, right? Transformation. The reality is this contemplating of what happens after this silly quote unquote because it's really more of people wanting to figure out what's going to happen once they die. And I get it if we didn't have people who question that, we wouldn't have a lot of other things. but there are those who instead they're living the experience and learning about it so you're learning like okay so when i say the body returns to homeostasis what it makes me think of is when people say ah oh, i want nirvana well your body's trying to get you to <laughs> to be in a kind of nirvana right now like on earth here and it's bringing up the the stuff that you went through as you're growing up and that's where too many people they're they're so busy telling other cultures and communities what to do with their like people with the whole mental health or any of these subject matters that are yelling at each other, they're in moderated and or dysregulated embodied selves. They're in each other's business and none of them are actually paying attention to the cues of their own body to bring themselves to sense of ease because there's this habit of thinking that being an activist and being somebody that gets all angry means you're fighting for something. Like this is, the entire life is built on separation consciousness and they're all again masculines if you ask again a feminine because this would never ever cross it never crosses our mind to you don't have to have war no matter how many times people have talked to me about this and with my major I'll never forget in my master's year with one of my friends we had a debate about this where they said no here's where I'm going with my PhD my analysis blah, blah blah and he's presenting to me why war is what created advancement for civilization and i'm thinking no it did not it just created weapons and people are killing each other for no other reason except for what because they're too ignorant to see that it's one globe i mean if you ask any person who's from the feminine perspective their entire life and that's where they will be one with consciousness we will see people unnecessarily suffering because of something like that Which, it does make sense, again, in a timeline. That's why I know it will go away at some point, because there's, unless they're really stupid people, which, I mean, again, that's not actually possible, because plenty of people gain knowledge, so plenty of people expand intellectually at the very least, and that means even if they're not expanding consciously, they will be somewhat understanding of how things work so whether people like it or not i know a lot think that greed is what triumphs i mean i did a whole paper on why um evil corrupts or no polit- what was it power corrupts something about power and corruption i forget the title right now Where I began, though, with one idea, that power corrupted, and I was like, wait a minute, no, power is one of the elements that corrupts. But what I had found was that my case studies, they all had been physically abused in their household. They all had trauma. They all were dysregulated, embodied selves. And in fact, one of them is not from the same specific area. And I'll never forget my friend saying, why would you put him in here? He's not he's not part of the group. And I'm like, yes, he is. <laughs> and he's totally actually a modernized version of, of yeah, a bunch of different types of people. But when you look at all these individuals who were leaders, some are still alive. The other two, I think, are not, I don't remember. But uh, they did not have households that were able to raise them with secure attachment. They had very bad trauma, and when I say bad, what I mean is that their ability to grow into an integrated human being was not something they had. And while the rest of the world wants to judge people based on their choices, yada, 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 a person who's in the spirituality process will look at that piece of consciousness and say, this is a person. And somebody who knows about trauma and somatics again will say, and this is where and why there are these situations. It's not about justifying, it's we have an answer to why their behavior, why they do what they do, and we also have a way that they could be helped if they wanted to bring healing to their own self. Because their dysregulated embodied self or moderated embodied self is actually a body that is under stress. mind that is in a wiring that isn't going to bring fulfillment from within and so here's why the conversation of achieving enlightenment for me is being brought to you if you want to tap into your higher human consciousness potential experience so that people can stop thinking of it as some badge of honor and not living it anyways i mean the ones who do they're the ones who are speaking to humanity and teaching and guiding and supporting and doing something very different than the masses are the masses are trying to belong and fit in and here's where that might not ever really move into a different direction because we're all different pieces of consciousness and we all get to choose what soul age if we want to lead our lives in day after day after day after day, after day. so the reality is right now it's a beautiful time because that second wave that created an awakening for the majority and so right now we have a majority that are awakening and these last two years have given those people the opportunity to be where they're at right now i'm channeling and speaking and the podcasts are for these people this is where i mean i began with the inner growth mindset that still is the objective of course but now i understand the involving of those who want to enter into that 5d spectrum because their minds and bodies are ready for it and this is because they're not going to get it from the people who only talk about holistic spiritual stuff or spirituality stuff and they're not going to get it from the psychoeducation stuff because they're not interested in that when they're going through moments of ascension. They think of it immediately as, oh, I either have special powers or, oh, shit, something's going on. So I get to bring to those people the somatics and trauma stuff and support them to actually access more of being a person who can sit in your ventral vagal system state. You can be in a physiological state of compassion. Work through your corrective experiences because you're going to be, you know, with your interpersonal relationships. So build stronger, more amazing relationships. Work through those trauma memories that come up. And when we're dealing with people who have a dysregulated or a moderated embodied self, so they have heartbreak, gut wrench, they have Patterns of behavior, uh, the shame cycle, inner critic, outer critic, denying it through drugs, alcohol, sex, food, and anything like keeping busy with unfulfilling situations. Um, There's just a lot of behavior, lying, gaslighting, manipulating, being in these uh, types of um, behaviors, and I'm talking interpersonal, okay, for now, but also to create new conversations when it comes to external, but at this point I'm focusing on you, the individual who's getting to be here when once you're in your 5 D C Nest as a light worker who's choosing potentially the enlightenment soul age group, but even if you're not, you're still choosing to relate to other people as a human being who understands that you can restore your own self to becoming what is a infant or infant body in the womb feels wholeness, oneness then it comes into this world here's where dan siegel comes into the mix because i was learning from our recent interactions together in my class but we have live events weekly so he's explaining this book he's been working on with his colleagues it's been 17 years they're gonna publish it hopefully soon so i can get it um and he says you know we we began looking at the fact that people to belong you know they're in the womb whole once they get out though there's having to breathe, having to eat, needing to be comforted. So this is where the disconnection feeling comes into the mix, which then will have a contrasting uh, situation where somebody feels off, like I don't belong, I don't feel. And so based on that, this book, they're also looking at temperament and how temperament is uh, something that essentially creates a different way for people to experience life so temperament has done different patterns the patterns to belong one would be agency and that involves empowerment the other is bonding and that would be where you want to help others and then there's the part about um certainty so wanting to belong to feel safe so essentially these three are what they're looking at as drivers for people and that changes the temperament or the temperament and that comes together and it creates a personality so we can also bring in the restored and embodied self we can bring in the ones who are not restored so there's so many different facets to look into when a person's actually trying to work with themselves but what i want to share is that the enlightenment soul age person will most likely be inclined to want to be in their own empowerment so agency would be at the forefront of their type of drive the bonding and the certainty the bonding is the please redeem me please tell me i'm worthy the certainty is i want you to take care of me and here's where those would look like those uh, other soul age groups where you have a divine masculine divine feminine and I'm using these words not for gender, but for their properties and the energy and the way it moves, okay, so please, you know, keep it away from gender and allow yourself to know the masculine would be the rock, and the masculine energy is, I think, the yang. It expands, so it moves outward, and so you can think of it as a builder. The feminine circles around the masculine. And if the masculine is constant and has a direction, then they can circle in harmony. And they, the feminine is in, so it's at ease. You don't do anything outward. You use what you have from the within. So feminine creates from within. Masculine wants to expand by moving outward. And here's where I'm bringing together a sadhguru, Aaron Doughty, different people that have talked about these energies and just these states of expansion of consciousness okay and uh when you bring it together and you have a whole person you don't need one or the other so the enlightenment soul agent we're our whole person we don't do take care of me redeem me we're our own agent we're like you know yeah no i'm empowering i'm going to preserve who i am what i am and move along that journey with society of course why because we're all people and so we don't need to belong we don't take care because we want to take care in a way of having to belong or fitting in we will tend to our loved ones because that's normal and we won't need certainty because we know that that actually sense of safety is an illusion Uh, it doesn't exist because people will come and go as they please and that's where it stands like it is not going to change come and go for all i know today you know the roof falls on my head i'm dead i've went okay this is what i mean by come and go so The reality is uh, the individuals who will be more and more inclined to be in the enlightenment soul age are going to be individuals who understand with compassion all of these aspects. And it's about human evolution. You know, the beauty of being in 2023 is that we don't need to depend on each other because the lines are going to catch us. And, And our bodies know this for those of us who are moving into more of our restored embodied self. So this is where... People who want to again enter an infinite realm of possibilities—it's not about disconnecting from the realm of our lovely planet. And in fact, on that note, I—I I know I was looking for something to share with you guys, but <laughs> I lost that one. So I'm going to keep on working with what we're talking about right now. But I—I I was looking for something. I know I mentioned to you guys that. So apologies if I remember it, I'll—I'll I'll bring it in. But right now i'm like okay we're in the flow of the conversation so it's not gonna happen whatever i was looking for i remembered i paused us i remembered what i was yeah i'll save that for tomorrow because it's about the energies anyway so it's more important for me to keep talking about what we're talking about you'll you'll have updates or maybe i'll do a a special after with some of the stuff that i read about it's important for those of you who have clairs So the energies that you are feeling... So when our bodies are looking to go to this homeostasis, the word that I use, this is um, something that the somatic experts have shared more than once in the trauma, informed experts with somatic and um, awakening body, anything that's related to our bodies as a whole and using the body first and foremost this homeostasis i would say i've been looking at it for many many years with the whole ascension with all of the boosts of energy that we the clear community knows about and which does actually for those of us who have um, again a relationship with this spectrum of energy akash is the word i'm going to use to call it again we're integrating all of the different frameworks all, all of these different subject matters and creating a framework of our own So the community who regularly tunes in and i'll try to make sure maybe i'll create another intro at some point to organize that even even better for new listeners but meantime um, these are not rules these are food for thoughts and a way that you can explore your own journey in life and that is in personal development so if you're going to be your functional adult which is what a person who's in their enlightenment soul age group is then you're going to get to see that you're a person like anybody else with feelings and trauma and again normal okay not not something abnormal so these conversations to me actually were very much something it was in a different language because i didn't have all these terminologies but as a teenager growing up the unconditional love i hold for humanity is a constant because i'm like i'm human you're human i don't understand why we're not able to speak to each other you know why you're not able to calm yourself i mean i know i can get angry too but even though here's where i get passionate personally i don't get angry but then again it's because i grew up you know so what we have for those who say ah but it's normal is 3d 4d the 3d 4d are people in duality and they're also people who are not necessarily using any of these terms by the way but those who are they actually think that they might be on their way to you know 5d land and enlightenment and they actually have a way of talking about ascension that doesn't support people to actually get there so here's where again um, if you're gonna move into uncontrolled level neutrality, It's going to be from your own ability to move beyond belief systems of all types. And knowledge for some people is equal to belief systems because their thoughts are truths, not just thoughts. So we don't do truths here. We do thoughts. (laughs) And we spell out, there's more than one truth. If I have to, this is where the first part of the Inner Growth Mindset book, in fact, I think it was the chapter one where i spell out people's situation with truths and that there's more than one truth and you follow your truth otherwise you're not going to know what to do with your life and here's where thank you psychoeducators for helping me to say you know if you remember that truths are not truths they're just thoughts and the only truth is in neutrality land i mean this is again psychoeducator stuff not my creation thank you so much for existing research world and you know again it's amazing to have academia And a lot of people think they know a lot of stuff about humanity and yet they know nothing. They don't know anything when they're only doing spirituality or only the spiritual stuff. They know zero because they're using words such as dark aura or karma or, you know, energy vampires without actually thinking. I'm speaking of a human being. And, you know, when I heard like Sadhguru talking about body's memory, body's memory, like I know he's talking about something, but he's not explaining it to me. Guess what? I get to know. Thank you to the lovely somatics and trauma expert people. I know what this body's memory is because they're the ones who actually can explain it. So remember that our neuropeptides are what stores trauma. So let me get to the topic of, of today the actual focus of how one, I've been sharing with you the understanding that I already had seen ascension energies year after year after year for my loved ones and just people that would come and interact, all of this. Every time that these moments of energy come into the mix, people's, either they'd be in the la-la land of 4D, which is great and dandy, at least they're happy, but what I noticed was something different, that things would take place in their life. So for some, it was only in their clear land, because that's what they live sometimes, and their special anointed one, remember. And so with their WE groups, they all are talking about what's happening on earth. And, and I mean, I was also excited about events that I had read about until I finally realized the tangible aspect of them. And the depth of me always kind of knew, like, mm, when I'm seeing three planes, 3D, 4D, 5D, or you're telling me they're not going to interact with each other, I'm thinking, that doesn't sound right. You know, like, that's not how reality works. I mean, you're, you're talking like we're going to be on, how is that going to work? So my mind, I'm like, mm, I don't know about this, you know. But of course, I understood that it was coming. I just didn't see it as the way they presented it. So, um, neuropeptides. The epidemiologists share with us that our trauma is stored in a charge state. And Greg Braden writes about it. And I don't think he knew about epidemiology, but he does write about charge states and how you attract and not attract. So he's looking at it as a magnet. And you'll find most people who don't know about the somatics and trauma-informed stuff, so they don't know about how it is to be a human or the mind stuff from a psycho-educational. I'm going to use that perspective because right now this is my focus when I say to you people don't know what it means to be human it's because they don't understand how their embodied brain works they don't know that their mind and brain may be disconnected because their insula is underactive and their amygdala might be enlarged and their temporal junction and they won't move to their prefrontal cortex the temporal junction is where they stop excuse me the hippocampus is shrunken so the traumatized brain has an enlarged amygdala shrunken hippocampus and prefrontal cortex traumatized brain people doesn't mean anything specific but there will be traits that they will live and have that they will note of and i i remember sharing with my lovely listeners what that lovely lady shared with us to pat yourself on the back if you've been living life with a traumatized brain because a shrunken prefrontal cortex and a shrunken hippocampus makes it very hard for you to remember things to stay stable, you're reactive, you, you don't do things, you feel off, you feel off because of these things. This comes from trauma. The enlarged amygdala is because your own home wasn't safe for you. So your self-preservation stayed online to save you. And here's what all of the lovely people who study human beings and actually know shit about them, unlike the ones who want to say they're advocates and then they're going around talking about each other as dark auras and toxic and yada, yada, yada. So, you know, those are all moderated. They're all up and in their middle ground not realizing that all they're doing is throwing shit in each other's face and they're all traumatized without having the ability they're not doing corrective experience they're just throwing their energy at each other they're transferring basically i want to belong or i want to feel safe to each other that's what they're doing this is the avoidant anxious these are the players it ain't anything else except for people who don't feel they're worthy and or don't feel they're taken care of and both are Driving with fear. They may look nasty, they're fear. So, the grown ups, which is where the 5DC light worker in the enlightenmental age group is at this point in time, the ones who are just getting here, they're not here yet. They get to choose. They get to choose what they're going to do. So, here's the thing the pattern was clear to me because, humanly speaking, what I learned as a teenager was that no teenager was reliable. What I learned as a grown up, same thing goes. You will only be able to note in time the pattern of a human being. Other than that, most people don't even know their own patterns. So they're oblivious to their own selves. Why? Because they don't think that getting charged is anything except for an attitude problem because that's where they stood and stand and keep on staying. And that's not important to us. What's important to us is that we give our loved ones they give us the opportunity to achieve this lovely soul aid group. And we provide to those who want to expand consciousness, as they do to us, those experiences. Some are corrective, some are just expansive and beautiful. Okay, so the part about what I really, again, want to address is that I'm a person who realizes I have a restored embodied self. I feel very lucky. I've never been disconnected from Akash, uh, from this infinite intelligence. I create more and more of a relationship with it. In fact, it's humorous to me, as well as I feel it's weird when I talk about it. That's why I like the subscription-based model content, because there I can feel free to share with the light workers who are in the 4D, but moving into the 5D, or already in the 5D, stories that they can relate to because when we live these depths of dimensions they really are very very beautiful and so to bring it down only to the science no to bring it down only to spirituality doesn't no there's like a whole different like you know the fact that you can know the lives you've lived with people and then humanly speaking not not through the stories humanly speaking that you can know that there's just more to life And then talk about it, though, in a way of cherishing it. This is what the community for me that I get to build with you guys, the people who will stick around and subscribe and stuff like that. This is different. When I see my 4D friends, they are Vikings or, you know, aliens from somewhere. They're all wanting to go back to the stars. They're all in suffering. They're still suffering in their own physical body. And they're not even bothering to use their state to get in a place of... um, better they're not they think they can tell other people how to live their life okay so let me get into it before i run out of time um the balancing out for people is very clear it's you either are becoming or wanting to become more of you or not so you're going to be brought to those places everybody's energy is going to lead them to where they're wanting to expand and grow this is something I I don't I've never questioned anything when it comes to timelines is why it pisses me off when people talk about these perfect timelines so for those two years during COVID and stuff like that for me I kept seeing 4D communication and they kept using this verbiage which I had by then known back and forth like the back of my hand and i just kept getting so irritated because i'm like you you don't and you obviously you are missing something here something's off something's off because what you're speaking of sounds a lot like a child who's begging to get you know like this is not creatorship land so the long story short though is no person around me none of the people that i've known have ever been in this same spot so you would have only people who are either suffering or living in la la land you know and that's not where a person who can see clearly is at. and that would be people who do not look for tell me how to be the ones of us who are self-empowering we lead our own path we don't need a guru we don't need a guide we love information we're going to run with it however the hell we want to and you know so when we hear mixed information, though, that's where, and if you remember, we had a year where I was supporting you to see beyond the, new, the duality so that you can move into neutrality. So all the inner growth mindset stuff, that's very supportive for those people who are looking to move into a way of thought. Now, again, the, the ability to be in a space of ownership is only going to come for those who are actually agents of themselves the individuals who want to belong or have certainty they're not tuning in here if their pattern is that they are tuning in to the people who are teaching them how to have a law of attraction law of manifestation how to get the twin flame back how to do this how to, they're all looking to belong to each other they're all in the mammalian interaction so their body is dysregulated or moderated there's not a restored embodied self And even if there is a restored embodied self, they're still led by I want to take care of other people. That's going to be my motivation or I want to be taken care of by other people. So their drive is I want to take care of and or I want to be taken care of. And it's not good or bad. Again, this is where if it's in a restored embodied self, it's where we got our divine masculines, divine feminines. That means they are looking, in fact, for exactly what they know they want, and they have this way of, of driving themselves. Um, so, back to trauma and ascension energies. The people who are moving into the spectrum, I have no shadow of a doubt that they have clear both their own mind and their own body, and where they stand with this part of whatever it is that their unfinished business, their trauma stuff, okay? And that's where we're going to start. We're going to start here. So while others are destabilized when these ascension energies come about and their unfinished business comes up and they simply repeat their karmic cycles because their unfinished business is all the karma, which would be the memory of the body, which would be those neuropeptides, which would be those charge states, the one year old attached panicky. Shame three to seven. Okay, uh, then we got the um, freeze of all ages flight 11, 12, and fight 14, 15, 16. Now, every human being on the face of this planet has charge states, according to our lovely psychoeducators, neurobiologists, all of them. So, we all have drivers and motivations. Again, these drivers i'll use two different ways to explain it to you so with dan siegel's book the t- three drivers are again agency where empowerment is what would motivate and lead and bonding is instead the other one which is where they want to fit in to take care of each other and they want to that's how they feel fulfilled and then certainty, so people will want to fit in so they can feel safe okay so This is where obviously it's never all inclusive, meaning there's plenty of, excuse me, it's not ever all, um, it is all inclusive, but what I'm trying to say is there's always more room for other words, other things, other ideas. They can't say, ah, it's only this, this is what I'm trying to say. Not that Dan said that. In fact, he's actually quite always open to, like anybody else who's an academic, who's a researcher, who understands that we always find out new things, open to knowing more will come. But these three they're doing a research it's been 17 years so this is going to be a book that comes out and it is similar to this uh three main categories of the enneagram the this is a neurobiology on personality it's called the enneagram and it's um something that exists i looked it up it's very confusing so i look forward to dan siegel's book (laughs) and his and his colleagues david daniels Denise Daniels, Laura Baker, and Jack Killen. So these are the people that he's doing research and writing this book with. And um, again, on that note, just keep these things in mind for yourself. So if you're a person who's motivated by wanting to belong in a way of I want to help people, uh, then you're somebody who's motivated by having people in your life and doing for other people. Uh, If you're a person who wants to feel safe, and you need people in your life to survive, you're going to be looking to fit in and do things in a way that you can, in fact, um, survive through safety, a safety group. The agent, those of us who are in this place, and I definitely follow into that one, it's about empowerment. So um, you do what you can so that you can meet those needs so that you may survive, and then the experience uh, is one that continuously drives your own empowering journey. So self-empowerment is a very beautiful one. Doesn't mean you take anything, by the way. It's just that your drive is to expand more and more of you, and it begins and ends with how can I preserve the life that I am? And here's where temperament is probably what then moves into the spectrum and our nervous system. And so let's move into it again when trauma comes up. It will look like biological rudeness to those who are not able to manage their emotions. And so what is this? I'm going to give you an example of a person who thinks that they are here to save other people. Okay? Because they have some clears. So they decide to allow themselves the ability to make certain types of... um, I'm going to say, let's say they're a Reiki practitioner. And, And this has happened, not me. But it has happened where I've been involved in hearing about the stories and again we're all energy so when people are like oh my god that's negative nothing's negative in this sense but what happens is even if you allow yourself to think that somebody needs you if their body is not wanting that whatever will take place will not bring forth an expansion it will bring forth a closing off okay and this is where there's always a way for everybody to know where they're at in their journey. So it's never good or bad. Nobody's doing good or bad because the reality is those people also chose to interact with each other. And again, the experience was not corrective. It was not expansive. If anything, the experience will have disrupted. So there's a disruption, okay? Because there's not a match. And here's where when you remember that everybody's intelligence is already doing what it can to bring their own host home okay that's the part the enlightenment soul agent person who's an official and in the 5dc-ness of themselves at this point in their journey will not ever with any thought go in a relationship with the intent to influence we do not do that but here's where people don't actually understand that When we're interacting with each other, what consciousness is is energy. We're energy. And what we first and foremost are, our body's memory is filled with trauma. The karma is something that you can connect to even just this lifetime alone. Okay, so with that being said, the dreams just keep people into storyland. I will use me. I'm a person, as I was saying, who has a restored embodied self. I love life. I love everything. I feel lucky. So I'm going to say I have secure attachment. Long story short, I got to have a experience recently that allowed me to release trauma memory. And I can tell the difference of my own energetic spectrum. That's why I know that's what I experienced because of where and how it happened. Plus I was doing an exercise. This was a somatic exercise with dreams and I had picked a specific dream and as I got to do the actual exercise so that I could use it with my own mentorship uh, clients, I don't like to use that word, but with my own mentorees, you know, and people who will look for that type of service from me, um, it was funny. I, I actually got emotional. So that's the part though, but I got emotional in a specific way. And the memories come from a number of me as a child growing up and knowing my parental figure and knowing the emotion that i so this is the part if you know yourself you know everything that's coming up as it's coming up and what i wanted to share primarily with all of you who are on this journey is that it's a process for a reason so imagine i'm 43 i have a very great relationship with my everything and even the information that I gained because of my interest in helping humanity okay so I can pinpoint and share with you guys in-depth information because of this knowledge and I can tell you that what was being experienced was a trauma memory because it felt of a specific type of charge but also where it came from and also the way it released but also the way my body felt okay so all of these things made me think of one thing very important thing When individuals in 4D land talk about these twin flames, soulmates, and oversoul, and then they start using the word karma and the karmics and this and that and the time and perfect timing, bullshit, bullshit. You know, like this is all ways to just keep something in a way that does not help anyone at all to create better relationships. People either talk to each other or they don't. One, two, the reality is if I as a person has a healthy, again, body and can say I'm lucky and all of this i can experience something and that's such a tiny tiny thing now when i hear and remember what the experts bezel van der Kolk, he says people who have trauma they have heartbreak and gut wrench people who have shame cycles and have this disgust with themselves they're torn at their gut this was ruth lanius who was describing this okay and i got these descriptions and I have a hint of what I experienced with this trauma. Remember, trauma memory is uncomfortable. We, we describe that, okay? So I'm giving you a picture because here's where the moderated people are all pissy thinking they can go tell other people how to live their life. They're still not even healed from their trauma, but they're all pissy because now they have some information that makes them intellectually savvy. So here's where whether or even the 4d try and impose on somebody else an expansion of consciousness that they're not ready for in both cases neither are going to get their quote-unquote way because guess what happens people are just going to keep on being charged with each other that's really what happens and there's not a corrective experience what there is is a disruptive experience and everybody goes there's their merry way and that's why the enlightenment Soul age group is not paying attention to any of this because it's none of our we don't really we're it's every it's it's children's and all they're going to do is repeat it over again so the reality is they don't represent a threat because they haven't matured they haven't moved into but back to the actual point that i'm trying to make your relationship with your body your relationship with your life so if i as a human being who has a healthy again relationship with myself can tell you that that experience it was a 15 minute or 10 minute demo whatever It was it was short but i'm noticing how my body as i'm describing this dream over and over again which i thought was a silly dream it was one of my silliest ones i I didn't know which one to pick because i have so many (laughs) but i didn't want to pick any of the astral travel ones because you know that would have been not and he also said a short one so long story short though my body and the way that everything came up again i was like okay this is a trauma memory so i can only imagine the actual complete devastation that that instead is for somebody who has had an abusive and neglectful household. This is why we need more compassion hats. I mean, I have secure attachment is what I'm going to say, and I still have this level of of um, bodily reaction. And what I don't hear enough of is common day folk who want to talk about again mental health having actual conversations what they do is bitch at each other and tell each other to stop doing everything and this is where the walking on eggshells that's not actual empowering that's not going to help anything we want to actually understand and so ascension community particularly also I try to support because they don't understand that when the energies are coming this karma thing they use the word but they don't really realize that it's about them being able to become their grown-ups because what is going to surface is the energy from your trauma that's ready to be seen by you the fragments of your own but this is doesn't mean a buttload or not this is why i totally don't agree with only the holistic spiritual people or only spirituality because They may have all their ways of explaining why something can happen. You're not explaining to human being who's from planet earth, whatever age they are, that they are going through an experience that involves their life of here. You're disconnecting them from being a human being by just giving, I mean, again, this is where that part right here is my own bias, if you will. So my lens, Maria's lens, I see life, with being a human being that's why it's inspiring human potential it's why it's your infinite higher human consciousness potential experience It's the whole point but it's the most beautiful of all because when I see anyone like you know the experience of somebody doing Reiki and it's not again good or bad you're not gonna do anything you just you just you're, you're well actually they are gonna do something they're going to in a place of having to get to work through whatever takes place next which usually will involve we're you know disconnected so the part about wrong or right is very much you know uh, in the energy realm they use these words a lot and it's just bs because wrong or right we have laws for that okay so you don't go thieving you don't go killing you you know and if you want to make any difference in this whole wrong or right world then go and vote and do stuff like that when it comes to energy world spiritual world yes the ethics are there they're again there for reasons because of people taking their position and that's because those people shouldn't have those position obviously if they don't know how to create independent human beings you're not an adult you're obviously a person who's you know so long story short though people who are empowered will understand this very easily we don't step into territory that is not ours but we do reach out we do have ways that we try to help people which is why we will listen and if disruption happens we know that it means because there's an incompatibility and it's not personal okay so for people who have an extreme level of trauma and patterns this is what I was trying to get to it's not that they cannot expand they can they need to have time and anything that wants to try and make people think it's going to be quick that ain't that's not true what i find is a big disservice right now are people initiating expansion of their own consciousness with with only certain realms and not knowing enough about somatics and sensory motor and trauma so i try to bring that to you through my own experiences as you know this right now for example we might have an oversoul episode as well because with this Portal, with these um, gateways, this ascension, our entire oversoul is definitely going through an expansion. So, you have things happening within your own relationships. Again, nothing is really good or bad. Just stay in your lane. And when you're interacting with people, if they're in biological rudeness, they're not choosing that. So, you get to choose how to handle yourself. You get to choose do you want to be a compassionate, loving human being? Can you understand that trauma is not a choice? Can you physically understand that this is not a choice? Can you? intellectually understand and then start learning on your own if you want so being a person who's in spirituality means you are a human being who's all-inclusive it means you unconditionally love humanity it means like said guru says you love not because somebody does what you want them to do you love because you love and you only have distance if necessary and that doesn't really happen again distance only happens when we are basically in a physical life threat and that's if you're able to move away so long story short to give you the gist so for me what I got to explore in that experience with this dream was my ability and my desire to have a grown-up relationship with fear because it's okay to be afraid that's the sentence that really got me to be a little bit awakened to my own self in a sense of Maria because my instructor's like, so are you angry at your body? I said, no, I'm not angry at my body, actually. <laughs> my body, it's okay to be afraid. Now that you make me think of it, I'm frustrated. I was frustrated at not being allowed. So by the educator in my own growing up. But see, my educator is just trying to make me strong. They're not trying to suppress. They're not trying to block it. But my own knowledge, Maria's knowledge of the body, wanting to feel it and that it was okay this is why the entire exercise was fascinating because i have a really this is a feminine i have a relationship a good relationship with my emotions and so my frustration was not on my body my body was feeling fear it's normal to feel fear my frustration was with the not the individual but i was being faced with another human being who was telling me no you suppress it hide it block it it's not even though it was done in a way of trying to strengthen me So this is where it became clear, and again, that's where I got emotional. So I'm describing it to you guys because, again, a trauma memory is uncomfortable, and the emotionalness was uncomfortable. It was very mild because of me knowing my own story, knowing everything, and seeing it with my lovely pink-tainted glasses with my loved ones, but really knowing we're all people but the reality is my body's intelligence knew and to this day knows it's you don't want to suppress feelings suppressing means you're going to store them like that so that's why it was the moment they asked me about irritation where i said no i'm not angry at my body and that made me remember i've been told my entire life how much i'm too much i'm too this i'm too that and i was like okay that's what it is and i really do experience a depth of fear but it's okay some people they have anger some people they don't it doesn't every person has their story So this again example is to share with you imagine what happens for people who didn't have this beautiful relationship with their body so please be compassionate towards each other and don't be into talking about dark auras or dark energies that's not what people are we're all infants before we become you know what we become and and along that path so many things happen so try to be kind to each other and tune in for more i'll probably share tomorrow this stuff on the astrology so looking forward to hearing your thoughts and experiences call in or leave a message have a great day